Well, the first thing, Sakina, it's uh, uh, the president making it very clear that uh, he's going to comply with uh, the court order. However, he's making it clear that he's doing so reluctantly. He's voicing concerns about uh, the moral basis of the order because he's saying that uh, he's not satisfied with the precedence that is being set here. Hence, he believes that uh, it is worth a challenge or worth testing further. So you do have a reluctance on the side of President Jacob Zuma. But also, as I was looking at this, Sakina, I mean, I've been following this very closely that my concern has been that by the time the commission is actually instituted, the mandate might be construed in a manner that it becomes so broad that it loses teeth or focus on the initial or maybe the original issue that brought about this. Remember, we're talking about specific transactions involving specific people, as uh, Advocate Madonzela has stated. But events have unfolded in a way that uh, I think there will be attempt to actually uh, broaden this uh, on the basis that uh, some of the inquiry that might not have been originally uh, put forward are ancillary to a proper inquiry that if you need to carry out that proper inquiry. So it is going to be the battle of how far do you go? Are you going to make sure that this commission does not become a, a, a talk shop which is so wide that it becomes incapable of coming up with a clear resolution or a clear conclusion to this matter at hand? So how do you prevent that from happening and whose prerogative would that be? The president, actually, I think, he, he, listening to his statement, reading through his statement, he's leaning more towards making this thing as wider as possible, as philosophical, as abstract as possible. And I think that uh, if he believes indeed, I agree with Advocate Madonzela that if President Jacob Zuma believes that there need to be wider investigation, there is nothing stopping him from announcing a wider investigation tomorrow if he wants to. However, this specific commission need to focus on specific transactions. And I think what people, uh, South Africans want as well, they don't want this thing to be written off as a, a big, just a normal corporate scandal. This is a question that people have seen as a, as a specific set of corruption involving specific transaction in a way that people want to see consequences being meted to those specific, those people who have been involved. So I think uh, there will be a challenge, and I think the opposition parties are watching very closely if this is widened to a point where it will lose its meaning. And of course, uh, I think I uh, probably would agree with you that uh, there will probably already uh, people probably starting to work on challenges, uh, you know, to that uh, term of reference that would be set out. But uh, with regard to uh, the president also appealing, you know, the cost order that went against him, um, what do you make of that? Well, he's digging himself in because uh, he's appealing the court, the, the, the cost order. If he does not succeed, he's going to have another additional cost order that actually he would have failed and he will have now two, uh, two costs to pay in relation to this. So I think that at some point the president will have to cut loose. These are some of the things that, Sagina, when the NC members sit, they need to have a sober conversation with President Jacob Zuma that some of these adventures that he has embarked through the court, they need to rethink them. Uh, the NC need to take a position in relation to this. They cannot just say the president is entitled to a legal recourse and thereof. This is the person whose conduct actually impinges on the credibility of the institution. So he's not entitled to uh, recourse like you and I as a person. When the president goes against the grain of institutions, it raises credibility towards those institutions. Hence, the NC need to have a decent conversation with the president and outline the risk involved in this kind of adventures is continuing with.
Well, Ralph Mateja, thanks for your time this morning. Ralph Mateja, of course, author and political analyst. And many comments coming through and uh, some voice notes as well. And we'll try and get to some of those later on. To some sad news now, uh, tributes have been pouring in following the death of former Cape Town Mayor and Western Cape Premier uh, Gerald Morkel. Morkel passed away yesterday uh, after battling cancer. He was 76 years old. Carmel Lochenberg-Roberts has the details. Gerald Morkel retired from a life in politics in 2011 after serving as a member of the Cape Town Council for the Democratic Alliance. He was also affiliated to the Labour Party, the National Party and the New National Party. Morkel's reign in politics was ever not without controversy. In 2002, he